I decided not to have <laughs> abs so that I wouldn't have abs there you go, right? to destroy. No, but like literally, like the last Hi, how are you, by the way? Hello. Good, how are you? Good. So, again, we'll we'll had a baby since you last saw her. I just had a baby. Hey, oh, my God. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. So, Thank you. Sorry, we'll talk about no. bringing the, or me missing the lead or whatever. No, that I don't have abs. Give me more, no, give me more info. Boy, girl. I, I, Boy? Shy. Shy. Shy is the worst. Shy doesn't tell anybody anything. He's a shy. Yeah. This is a very special French edition of Le Film Le Cinema de la Nuit en Vendredi. Oh, wow, you really don't know how to speak French anymore. <laughs> no, I, no wow. what called it once Le, le Film le, le Cinema de Vendredi Soir or something like yeah, that. Vendredi Soir, go with that more. We have returning to us, he's no longer Mark, he is Marc. <laughs> he's calling from Paris. Mark joined us for the great Last Kingdom episode is here to talk yes. about the boys. But before we get to Mark, I want to quickly ask my sisters how they are doing. Lily, how goes it in Spain? It goes. It's um, an early Halloween around here because my dear brother, if I could describe to you the size of the box that he physically sent from because the United States. Because you complained so much about to these small flat rate boxes. an island. In Spain, it like you could fit an entire Becky could fit in the box, and then we could put one of her children inside. Because <laughs> nonstop like mom and dad bragging. Well, Becky sent a huge box. She sent the biggest box they allow in the post office. So Shy went and found a bigger box. <laughs> is, is that really an issue for bragging? I just never knew that was like a bragging thing. In our family, Shy spent can be like Becky about. spent. <laughs> Becky sent one big. What I thought was a big box back then. Mark, I'm no. such a low achiever in this family <laughs> that the size of my post office. Box. This box becomes a thing my parents are proud Fair of. Enough. Just to <laughs> right. for Mark and the audience, I accidentally, in the last shipment of stuff of Lily's stuff to Spain, accidentally shipped a whole bunch of Allie's clothes. That and underwear. Oh. And underwear. <laughs> oh, my God. How would you do that? How would you do you that? Accidentally no do one that. physically in this house besides my new baby could fit into those underwear. <laughs> Like the size differences are I bet Allie, huge. I bet Allie like, was we don't have Allie size. Allie didn't realize until Lily yeah. So I just I just spent forty five euros sending her clothes back to her at the post office. <laughs> We're playing a little game. Maybe wow. he'll send them back to me next. It's like tag. Wow. So, anyways, tell tag. us about your box. Yeah. Anyways, so shy, my dear brother shy, sends what is an un, I would say ungodly is the word amount of Halloween crap because you love halloween yes i i'm like i am a fan but like my husband and my four-year-old really love halloween and so he sent a few cute kids costumes to my four-year-old transformers like optimus prime and bumblebee and then a bunch of incredibly scary stuff like masks that that have like an r rating on them like (laughs) like, kind of like an it mask clown thing but more scary like grosser and then like a leather face one, um, Hannibal Lecter's thing. Um, so there's like wow. like heavy duty scary masks. And I I had given him the Optimus the Transformer stuff, and I closed the box, and I was and I just put it away. And he got into it and starts pulling out these like terrifying yeah. masks. And I'm like, oh my god, no no no, that's gonna give you nightmares or whatever. He's like these are amazing. These are zombies. And I was like, are you sure? And he starts putting, he wants us to put them on. We were all wearing them. He's running around the house. And I was like, oh my God, wow. And Shai texting me. He's like, carefully don't raise a sociopath. And I was like, he's just really creative. He really likes it. Cut to about an hour later, we put on 101 Dalmatians for the first time. And he's like, I cannot watch that lady. She too scary. And I was like, what are the rules? I was like, Corona no, is scary. scary. But I was scary. like, what, is, she, what are the rules, man? She's very scary. I, I also think, Lily, what you should also relate to people is that 
those costumes in Spain where you are are considered kids' costumes, like a, a human flesh mask. Yes, and, and the level clown. of terror here is a high level. Like I have seen, Lily's like, done a Halloween party at her gym. People love horror movies and like and, horror oh, stuff. There's four year olds dressed up as Pennywise the Clown and Freddy Krueger. Like they just think it's hilarious. That and Lilo and Stitch. Those are the two very costumes. popular things. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch and horror costumes. Wow. So That's Halloween really is coming. Halloween unique. is unique. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Halloween fan, but anyway. I, I've so I was so afraid of Halloween as a little kid that I used to use the excuse that like one year it was on Friday night, and I used the excuse that at the Jewish day school they told us it was against Shabbat to go out on Halloween. So I was like, <laughs> I can't go. Sorry, guys. And parents were like, no, like you writing can go. that to like, high no, school. I don't even want to hand out They're candy. like, Shabbat's on Tuesday this year, guys. I can't <laughs> go trick-or-treating. <laughs> I was making up Jewish holidays so as not to go. Becky, how are you doing in California? I am being held together currently by scotch tape and painkillers. I am not in good shape. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I just, I hurt my back. So, you know, we have quarantine. We have fires with the smoke. We have a bad back. I think I have room for a few more terrible things. So just bring it off. That's good. You bring don't want to think, you want to you want to stay optimistic you, you and always, resilient. Yes, always think to yourself, it can get worse. Yeah, I'm ready. Can. Keeps you on yeah, your toes. It keeps keeps you on your toes. All right. always get crappier. Shy, now, how are you doing? Who? Uh, you. Oh, me? Yeah, I'm great. So He's Mark. great because Mark's here. Yeah, Mark's here. Are you kidding? This is awesome. So, <laughs> so Mark, uh, you have been now in Paris in a few months. Saw yeah. family. You're, you're getting yeah. the town ready for your family to arrive. Yeah, but that's a bummer. Yeah. And... How, how how are you enjoying though being in one of the cooler cities in the world? Um, you know, it's that's a great question. Um, it's uh, you guys said in the notes, it's like Emily and Harris. I, I'm dying to know if it's exactly that. Exactly. Yeah. Allie was watching that everything. show. Allie was watching that show last night, and she just was huddled away on a phone. She's like, "Just don't. I don't want you to see me like this watching this." <laughs> <laughs> that show is getting so much crap too. I, I let my, I let my, I, I told my sixteen year old, I told Meg to watch it because just because of the scenery, it's great, and it, like it gets you stoked about Paris. But it is literally the most stereotypical, right. like the French are all stereotypically French, and, and she's so stereotypically American that it's like almost like okay, guys, it's too you much. You can get more creative, but but actually. Paris is good, but Paris is, you know, on the, again, we're all, I mean, it's like on the verge of another lockdown. I mean, it's, uh, but you know what, there are people are kind of soldiering and on people wear masks. It's like, um, death by a thousand cuts, you know, people like, like they, they've closed some of the restaurants, they've closed the bars. Uh, I was just, uh, I was told shy. I went to Marseille for work and I uh, had a great time. And the restaurants there are just trying to, some of them are trying to stay open Everybody's trying to be super hygienic. I didn't feel like weird, even though Marseille is like a quote unquote, like, you know, like one of the, one of the hotspots, but I didn't feel, I, I loved it. I had a great trip and it was just great to be out like talking to people and, you know, and just, uh, you know, I lectured at a couple of schools and, uh, but when you're doing that, you're taking all the precautions though, right? Like, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Masks, six feet, all that stuff. And frankly, like, almost more so than like in the States is it's they're They're just kind of like, they just kind of rolled it into their casual, cool Parisian style. They're just like, you know, you'll go to a restaurant and they'll just have it spread out. And, you know, it's cool. They're, they're really, and here, here's the other thing is like, I can't say it's a surprise, but it's a pleasant surprise in the sense that like, you know, French people are nice. I mean, they're like, I haven't met like one so stereotypically snooty. Emily in Paris is not accurate. It's not. It just okay. isn't. Like, people I, are I have like, found that as well. I would say, like, I'm not the biggest, like, Paris isn't, like, the town I go to visit. But, right. And maybe it's because we grew up in a French-speaking place. But I always felt, like, at home with the people in Paris. And you just had to bring it. Like, you, you know, right. you sort of like, like, we live in the world where we get to speak English all the time. Like they speak a particular language. If if you if you bring it and you make an effort yes. and you know you can you can and the food is like amazing. Well, but honestly, dude, my important so, go ahead. My important question. Yes. Do you eat croissants every day? Where do you get no. them from? What kind are you like. eating? <laughs> Why are you? Then you should just be taking more steps. How could you possibly? 
waste time in Paris not eating pain oh. chocolat every single day. You know, I was going to ask what your croissant, what is your beret routine? Are beret? What do you wear a beret while you eat croissants, or just while you eat baguettes? Yeah, but I, I do have my, I do have my little, my, I do have my velo that I take to work. <laughs> oh, really? Is, yeah, and it is a very, it is a very, let's shall we say, metrosexual bike. It's like oh. it's very Parisian. It is nothing it. like mountain bikey or like you know. It's it's, it's got like the little handlebars and the leather <laughs> little leather oh. handles. And I go and I really, I literally ride down the Champs Elysees on my on my oh, way to the office. Very you are at your yeah. One, one of the best in Paris. One of the best like Paris based shows ever that Lily has to get on because Lily watched Perpetual Grace, which was by. Um, uh, oh man, by the Conrad brothers. By the Conrad brothers, yeah. Uh, um, but is Patriot, which does that take place in Paris? A lot of Patriot, a lot of it, Paris. In, in and, either Luxembourg or Paris, yeah. Yeah, Luxembourg or Paris, and it's it's just so the bachelor party is in Paris, right? Yeah. So what yeah. I think is so that whole show is just it's like almost like dreamlike. There is an episode yeah. towards the end of the second season, so as you're getting ready for the end of the show, that is the bachelor party of one of the characters and it's just this crazy day slash night through paris and yeah to me that was that was like one of the coolest things that, that's gonna be so your sisters have to watch that show and then i'll come back on for another Becky has tried hmm, i'll try again i'll try it again okay. i'll try it again i'm okay. not giving up okay i'm not giving it, up. It, okay you don't because it, it it is i'll have I mean, to start it from the a, beginning because yeah it's okay I don't it, 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 it involves, I don't want to say involves effort. It's just a weird, quirky show, but, but it's worth it. It pays off. All now right. that I'm, now that I have seen two things by the Conrads, I, I like, I get the entire language. I just want to see shows upon shows upon shows that those, yeah. those guys do. And Chris is our buddy on Twitter. He, you know, occasionally yes, tweets. He, the guy who plays Dennis he hangs out. tweets with Lily and me. So he cool. hangs out with me very, on Twitter. He's very nice. That's very cool. He's very nice on Twitter. Okay. But did you did, wait two seconds? Did Mark see did you see Perpetual Grace? I have not. Oh, I, I don't okay. get it. I don't get it. It's on um I gotta it's, figure out a way to get it. No, I, it's I on it's on Epics. You're not gonna get it without just buying it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, there's no way to watch Epics. But, but right. I, I, I highly recommend. I do. Have okay. It. No, I've, I've heard good things. Shai's been gushing. So let's get into another show that uh, we all Oi. share interest in. Oi. Now, <laughs> Mark does have an affinity for the Australian, you know, asked, the Australian album. Through the show, because the guy that plays his dad, John Noble from Fringe, is Australian, yeah. right? Australian, because I was wondering how he got that accent. Well, he, I, I he is Australian. And then I asked my mom, I was like, wait, so they're both Australian, but what accent's that? And she's like, I think it's like a lower class British accent. Oh, like what <laughs> does like Billy a... Butcher have in the show? No, like, yeah. I think it's supposed to be his Australian accent. Is it Australian? I, I don't. Mark, you're I mean, a world traveler. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's a great question, actually, because it, it's it almost... Like Cockney. Doesn't it's no, almost I think like... he's Australian. I'm going to have to go... <laughs> I think he is too, but it's but he's got a very. He's, I feel it's like he switches like, to British sometimes. He calls his mom. You're right. He does sound because it's a four four. <laughs> I think it, it is a yeah. Four-four. I think it's. I think it's. I think he's a Londoner. I think he's British. Here, but I think is, it's a really. Here is we have come to analyze the accents of the boys. Next, we will do Ayakash is German. <laughs> no, so. Oh. Season two of the boys has you know has expanded the world a little bit. It it focused on some of the same things, some different things. I, I think it's it's only fair to assess this season once you get to the end of it, because as I've heard from many folks, uh, a little bit of a slow start. I mean, we we all I, we all kind of agreed, yeah. um, but let's go around the horn quickly and get everybody's just overall reaction on the season. Um, Lily, I think the back half was great. I think it's serendipitous yeah. that we did one episode, episode one to four on the podcast, now five to eight, because it's like two different seasons. It was the the back half I thought was great. So if it, I was, I hadn't watched it. I kind of put it off because I was like, oh, this is so boring. Nothing's happening. And um, I thought the second half was 
I think the second half brought it and saved it for my family because I'm not sure my husband when he stayed on board. Well, there was so, a lot more murdering in that second half too. There was. There was a whole episode of but, well, but at least this, the story moved a little bit and you had a lot more action. Well, I just feel like watching things week to week, which is so I watched the first three and then I watched it week to week. I had a harder time figuring out whether it was that nothing was happening or if it's just that this is what it's like to watch a show week to week, which I haven't done in a while. <laughs> I liked watching it week to week. I think more shows should do this. I liked having a weekly experience and not having the pressure of watching 10 episodes of the show in order to be able to talk about it on the podcast. So I think a week, like doing three at the beginning so people can binge a little bit and then one at a time or two at a time. That's awesome. I hope more shows do that. That was great. I do think at the beginning, and my assessment, and then we'll go to Mark, is that at the beginning of the show, they were sort of, trying to spend a lot of time tying last season to this season. So we had like just like three episodes of the boys like detached from Billy Butcher and sitting down in the basement. And and I just don't think that that was that interesting. Once you bring in Stormfront and Ernest, once you, once you bring in um, the, the, the plot line with the sun and right. Cause you have Billy Butcher, you think it's going to pick up where he left off? Did they? Did it ever? Ex- did they ever explain why Stormfront got back into the seven? How they let her back in? No, I don't. You know. Yeah, yeah. The well, I, I thought at the end there was a you know in the final episode when he was breaking the it was making the deal. Butcher was making the deal with Vaught's head. Ed, yeah, that, Edgar. And, yeah, Edgar. Thank you. And. There was some back and forth about whether he brought. Yeah, that's interesting, though. I, I he, all he, he says is that, like, don't you hate her? She's a Nazi. Yeah. He's like, well, yeah, you know, it's business. It's business. It's business. It's but but it never they never really explain why there's a lot of they bring her back to be in the seven. Like, what was she gonna do? Like, unless Vought's secretly. A bunch well, they had to replace. Um, well, yeah, they had to replace A Train. Yeah, they had to replace. No, but they replaced A Train with. Because of the sexual assault scheme. Right. They, right. And they so have to replace Stormfront's the D. No, but it's the, and no, the transparent I think, guy. I think it's because Yeah. It was also I think maybe is that they lost two of the seven really fast in like very scandalous ways. It doesn't make sense. There's so many suits that want to get into to her, the seven. But yeah, but she was I mean she's a good she's really I mean powerful. she's a really powerful thank you. Twitter right. Instagram followers that was part yeah. of it. her whole That's exactly right. Yeah. that she right. used I think they could have played that up which is that like I think that if you had the scandals they had with the deep and with A Train who were these very and like translucent out, and translucent killed under like bizarre she was more important because she was rallying people to be in favor of having them right. use the exactly right, right but she had a social media following she was very popular i mean that's the whole thing that came in like you know where they I, we can get into yeah. that stuff later on I, but they get in there right i think she was, besides the seven and Vought had her own agenda like nazi yeah. agenda out there in public and they like in this world that we're not seeing and then when they need to fill this void they latch on to that popularity I feel like she came out of nowhere, like nobody had ever heard of Stormfront, and that was just her rebrand because she was Liberty, but no one had ever even, like she didn't get followers until she joined the Seven, but I guess I'm wrong, I guess. No, no, she already had the followers, and that's the, and that is where the the conflict between her and Homelander, Homelander, who's this traditional hero promoted by the corporate machine, and then she comes in and says, I don't need the corporate machine. I'm yeah. going to just speak directly to the people in yep. this like populist way, which, sh- and, 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 you know, like this is, I think one of the deeper, more, in- you know, interesting things, especially if you look at some of the, you know, authoritarian forces in the world right now, um, you know, where the populists on the left can switch just a little bit and become a populist in the right, you know, just by tilting the lens a little bit as long as they're using these these direct to the people type of techniques playing to the mob. And I think that she she showed that, they, I don't know how much they had intended to show that, but it was very apt for this time. Yeah. All right. And, All right. And Mark, and so Mark, what'd you think of the season? All right, I completely agree with you guys. Uh, first three episodes, um, I, I, I like, I, you know, I'm so in on the show that it was hard for me to like, you know, dismiss it. I would have watched really it, it through to the end, but it wasn't, it didn't grab me. And then I have to say it was 
Billy Butcher coming back in because you're right. They were kind of adrift and, you know, way too much focus on the deep and his journey. And I know that was all the set up this plot line with the kind of the Scientology church. type church. I don't church. feel like it had that but much like, of a payoff. Just in that it doesn't have that much of a payoff. Now maybe it will, but I, I agree right. with you. I was like, I just felt like, you know, I, I felt like it was a lot of time wasted on the deep and he's just not that interesting. He's not that deep. He's not that interesting a character. <laughs> And so, like, I, I, I was kind of like at the end of three episodes, I'm like, where are they going to get back to, like, you know, I, I mean, at its root, this is about Billy Butcher and, you know, just having, like, you know, he wants revenge and he wants to he wants to get to the soups because of what they did to Becca. And, like, and when he's on his pilgrimage, man, when he's on the hunt, he's great, man. He's just a, he, like Homelander, he sucks a lot of oxygen up. And that's like Homelander is a great character because he does the same thing he like you know he he captures the scene and he's just he i mean in a batshit crazy way but he's like you know he's great so like, so like so there was so there was a ton of time in the beginning like on the deep who's just not that like interesting a character to me like while like the other right. kind of, like, i think right. i think unless the the church is going to be the bad a bigger bad guy in yeah. another season Exactly. Yeah, it it would be and, a spin a lot of, it got was, a lot of like, the deep and, and was a even, good punchline. He was a good punchline a few times. Yeah. But it felt like all too much setup for the punchline that we got. Yeah, me too. Like the whole right, like the whole where they blew up the whale. Like I was just like, you know, I knew that was supposed to be like a big payoff thing and I was like, eh. I okay, agree. It was okay. It was so I, awful. Mark, it was, so it Mark, was awful and too. funny, but yeah. I didn't even find it funny. It yeah. was just like But there were some other kills that i found oh yeah hilarious that i very much enjoyed so which hilarious yeah go ahead. Yeah. well my my favorite was the during the hearing yeah just the like non-stop head popping because it was so it was the first time i feel like since early on in the show since season one where they really shocked me and i yeah. yelled and i jumped yeah, out of my too. seat and i was like and yeah. it wouldn't stop i just yeah. that that really it was yeah great. That that, that was a, I felt the same way, man. I was like, I, I totally didn't see that coming. And, and it just kept coming. And it was like, my God, it was like, that was a really, that was a great moment. <laughs> it was really a highlight for me as well. It, it was, it was really, I, so I enjoyed that for the shock value. And I joined that, especially with the twist that we'll get to later, that it was associated with it, because now I kind of want to go back and see, okay, so we now know who was behind it. Yeah. What was the, choice like what was the decision tree there of whose head was going to get blown up because certain yep. people were killed and certain people were spared certain people were killed to make it to to make sure that the guilty party no one would ever guess them but then other folks were targeted so who were targeted and why yep. but that episode was the only problem the problem i had with this season was they kept every time they kept making progress it seemed so futile and yeah. I, I now am looking at the boys as a group of superhero hunters, and I think they've maybe killed one since the beginning of this show. And they refer to this time when they were superhero hunters. Yes, were, but were I they think ever able this, to stop yes, a superhero. The, well, that's a good point. I think that you got a little bit of background. Frenchie seems to be the only one that has stopped superheroes when he was in his bank robbing days. Right. And he was able, but I don't know if he killed them. He just sort of stopped them. And that's how he gets involved with Mallory and the CIA. And then they all become a team working for the CIA. And we must assume that in those years they worked for the CIA, they were stopping ter- um, soups and stuff. I, it's I not very good. So far, Huey's the only one that's killed one by accident. <laughs> and I actually have to say, because who, Huey keeps bringing things to the press, he seems to be the only one that's like thinking big picture and is making a bigger impact. And is not just thinking about individual superheroes, but also about like the cultural impact and the cultural um, uh, like pressure you can put to on you know, a company like Vought or on um, policymakers to change things. So it's almost like he's not hunting them and killing them, but he's actually having an, a proper impact on it. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I like Huey. I just, again, he's not, he's not a, he couldn't carry the series. He couldn't. No, no it needs butcher. No, it needs butcher. It needs butcher. It does hang on him. And, well, for butcher sure. and, and, and I would say like Stormfront came close to like, you know, out 
crazying Homelander. Homelander? That's what Shai said to me. But Homelander was pretty kick-ass this season. I mean, come on. I have to say, we get into MVPs. Yeah. Wait, are you done with the kills? Are we done? Oh, no, we only, only Mark and I, only Mark and I have favorite kills. Yeah. I have other kills too, but we can't, I can't take my, one of my, not favorite, because that sounds weird, but my favorite (laughs) kills was from episode but I, we can't, I can't go from the first three episodes because you guys are really covered. Yeah, you can. Okay, sure, go ahead. Okay. This is the whole well, series. Stormfront, when she went after um, Kamoko's brother, who was brother. like the... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I actually watched that again because I wanted to see if it was gruesome. She goes through that... T- it's not only going after him, but she goes through that apartment building and, and just... destroys just everyone. destroys everybody. Yeah. And, 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 it's a, and she's racist. She's killing, like, African, you know, blacks. She's and it's throwing... Like, she throws that so, rock out the window. So <laughs> evil. That, that was like, you know, until that time, she was kind of this, like... I didn't quite know what she was... Where her character was going. She was kind of right. like... Like, you know, hey, I... You know, remember she was taking, like, little, like, you know, mm-hmm. videos of herself saying, I'm not part of this. And then you see her there and you're like, holy moly, and, man. This and, and when she uses the racist, like when she yep. calls her brother something racist before yes. killing him, which yes, is the right. pejorative term, you're yeah. like, wait, what? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. racist? You realize she rivals. It's, there's there's something. And then Homelander when I was telling Shy, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. The second half, the first half wasn't great. I'm not motivated to watch the second half. I just hope that Homelander joins up with the boys to fight Stormfront. Yeah. And Shy was like, oh, no, 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 no. You have to watch it. That's not what happens. <laughs> I, I also, I want to talk about the no, difference yeah. between Homelander's crazy and Stormfront's crazy. Because okay, can I say my favorite? Yes. Oh, yes, of course. On the show. When um, K- Kimiko, is that her? Kimiko? When yeah, she, Kimiko, Kimiko. When she... I, I screwed it up. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't off. even say it. Don't uh, even yeah. say it. Was, when, she, I, when she does... <laughs> yeah. That was so unexpected, and, was and it so made my husband go, yes. And I was like, okay, that's <laughs> gross. Who's sitting around a writer's room being like, and then, and she'll then she rip just casually off. rips that guy's face off. It might off. be. It's a very gruesome comic, I think, so Oof. it might have even been. Oh, right. That's right. It's from a that comic. That shocked me. The hearing obviously shocked me, but that was like, whoa. Yeah. That, yeah, got a dark like, side. That was dark. And when, and this is horrible, but when they... Stormfront and Homelander are getting it on in the alley. Yeah, no, Oof. I know. That I know one that is brutal. That's a good one too. And yeah, super fetishy. Yeah, that's <laughs> not okay. I... Stormfront, Stormfront is like her. Her signature is like, look at my, look into my face. I want to see the light go out. That's Oof, like, her, yeah. Oh. The, There's a lot happening to, there. To me, the most important one of the season is when Stormfront kills Kamiko's brother because that, yes. like, yeah, that you, that's you do a double take and you're like, huh? And then that really is a foreshadowing of so much of what yes. else is going to happen. Good point in the season, and so that one I keep coming back to as the most memorable. Because, but the because, one I enjoyed the most, like that I enjoyed in the moment, was the the deep in the whale. Like to me, is just the funniest. Thing, the deep stand very like different he's gonna people. save the day <laughs> very different people he's gonna save the day and, and, they, just drive, and they just drive the boat right through yeah that's true I, that's true i should give it another i just like no, I, I just no it's, it's a horrible moment it's a horrible moment it's Mark. not real you don't have to yeah i feel sorry really, that well that was really invested really in it okay let's talk about our mvps of the season mark You've you've gushed about the butcher. Is butcher your MVP? Um, I'm looking at a list. Um, we haven't talked about Maeve yet, but yes. Oh, we haven't talked. I will be getting to her. Okay, 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 okay. I gotta. I I I, I hate to sound like a one trick pony, but this allows me to talk about one of my favorite scenes that I wouldn't have a a chance to talk about. But the butcher when he goes to um, what's the guy's name? Um, Vogelbaum. uh, Vogelbaum, thank you. But he goes to his house and he says, and Vogelbaum refuses to testify. And that scene where they're sitting in the parlor and he just leans over and says, you know, he's like, I, he's like, I will kill your, I will go in there. I will kill your daughter. I'll go kill her husband. I'll kill your kids. And then she brings in like, a and tea. then she brings in the tea and he just goes like, I have not, I cannot remember when I've had, and then he just like, you know, He's so polite, and then he just like takes the tea and sips it, and just looks at Vogelbaum, and man, that's great. It's just like it, it captures his 
his which dark makes me think he's British because of the yeah, title. Yeah. Well, Bri- well, Aussies like, but Australians I agree with you. I think it also- is. Yeah, oh, I guess they do like tea. We um, definitely but, have to find that out, but but yes, but I do and, think and that he just carries a lot of your, It seems like he's your MVP. He does. When he came into the he came into the season, like he did, he wasn't in the first couple episodes really in any way, right. and then right. like that was when the for me the show took off. He kind of like he brought the boys back together. He really does. He, he's they're they're lost without him. So yes. He's from New Zealand, by the way. I just checked. Carl Urban's from New Zealand. I was going to say Australia. I was going to say Kiwi. Okay. All right. Lily, yeah. who's your MVP? I, I'm having a trouble picking an MVP uh, and an LVP. I'm confused. I feel, like, I feel like there's a lot of emotions in the second half of the season. I was very I think clear what on the first half. Is that, is that okay. Here's the my like, thing. It, it so, for around. example, someone like Maeve, the majority of the season, I'm going – I don't really know how she's pushing the story forward. I understand that what we're getting to is her coming around to standing up against Homelander and potentially helping the boys. But I didn't feel like very much, ha- like it wasn't very, it wasn't, didn't feel like it was actually pushing the story forward episode to episode. Mm-hmm. But then at the very end, when she shows Homelander the video of the airplane, she is, I think, the only one that actually understands him and understands yeah. his motivation. So you realize how crucial she is. Because whereas Stormfront, she says to Homelander, we don't need anyone. You don't not going to have to do the movies or need That's anyone. That's the worst thing for That's him. the worst thing you could say yes, to him. There's going to be so he many has, soups. And he doesn't, like, he doesn't, okay, he, he doesn't, be best. he doesn't care about anyone, but he yeah. wants everyone to love him. And Maeve is the one that gets that. He's a sociopath. He doesn't care about anyone. Yeah. But yet, right. he's a narcissist. He needs everyone, he has to only be about him. He needs everyone to love him and he needs to be the best. And so now I'm like, well, Maeve, you're this really crucial piece of the puzzle that helps, you know, that will help people understand or help, you know, you'll understand, how, you understand how to beat him, like what makes him tick. So ugh. she was my, she was my most improved because I feel like up until now, I don't understand yeah. why she's But I agree. I agree. Butcher and is my most she, valuable because well, the whole series, I think really does rely on him. He holds it together. He is the keystone of well, this uh, show. I, so I think you I, could I say that. I don't him. Especially when in a scene when he negotiates his wife, yeah, and try and is really yeah. gonna separate her from her kid, yeah. and you're like, "Wow, you are a piece of shit." Like, yeah, I know. That's his character, and that's what yeah. he is makes consistent. him. He is, he's, and that's part of the show. And, and he is flawed, deeply right. flawed. Right. Not all, he's maybe good. he's gonna try and protect the kid and and but, raise the kid himself. No, he hands the kid over to the CIA, and he's like, "Peace." Yeah, you know. But I and, thought that was. Yeah. That keeps the show going. I think my LVP is maybe oh, your MVP. You have to wait for me to go. And Becky. Oh, has... we're doing all MVP. I thought we're doing it in a. Everybody yeah, was there. Oh, okay, so I guess yeah. I guess I guess Butcher. It's definitely not Annie or Huey. So no, me, me either. I'm like... <laughs> so I, I sort of. But this it's not Homelander because he's too evil. I agree. With, I agree with you. I don't know if she was my favorite in the first season, but I thought she was much she more improved interesting in the first season. Yeah. No, I, think, I think he oh. and Annie got super annoying this season. Like they were just doing the same thing all season. I love yes. them, but I love those actors. And I think they're the ones that we can sort of see ourselves through. But to me, the MVP is a hundred percent Homelander because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't. Just, yeah. I don't uh, Anthony Stark's performance is so, I don't know. He's unlike any villain I've ever seen. Yeah. And I almost would have said Stormfront, but, but no. her character no. is so distasteful. And and there's another component, which is Anthony Starr, when you see him on social media and how much he's like a cheerleader for the show and for the other actors, and he has a sense of humor about it. But he's not he's, really Homelander. No, no, no. But, but, <laughs> no, but I, I wrap yeah. up, you know, it's that whole thing about the, the, the first yeah. name on the call sheet, like Beck, how we always talk about how the person, yeah. the he is the, the, the signature figure of the show. And I... I like that the actor seems to take that very seriously, um, and 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 I mean, and it's considering how horrible his character is, I also think that the conflict. So I was wondering how they were going to do him because he he's so evil. It's not like like the, I didn't see a scenario where he teams up with the boys, but no. the depth that they gave to his desire to 
beloved when he plays the doppelganger of himself in that like super bizarre scene like, with Elizabeth Shue comes back. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That was messed he, up. He he was just so incredibly evil, but at the same time, you could see when he was trying Damaged. to put his family together and raise the kid yeah. and make Stormfront happy. Like there was this like weird vulnerability of his character that to me he, he, he is very vulnerable. He's, he's very damaged, is what he is. He's a very yeah. damaged as is Butcher. I mean, I, I mean, they're they're clearly juxtaposing those two guys and it's so i could have gone the same way with homelander because they're very clearly these damaged anti-heroes i mean homelander's like here i mean homelander's not somebody you're rooting for he's just like profoundly damaged but butcher you are but even he like i thought one of the best scenes with butcher was at the the last scene where he goes to his wife and he's like i'm a you know i'm a c-u-n-t and like because i was gonna you know turn on you Right. You know, and he said, go away. That, that was great, you know, but anyway. Although I was in weirdly rooting for Homelander and Stormfront's relationship to work. Because I felt <laughs> so bad for him. Like, he's so, so, he's so messed up and damaged. But there he is, is so he, does it, he does it so well that, like, yeah. there is that, that vulnerability or that yeah. weird, like, you want him to kind of find peace. Because that, he's that actor, crazy. That actor plays, like, crazy unhinged like his character in banshee was was very different but there's that same element of like incredible like unhinged kind of like anger in in him too do you yeah, agree he, Sean, or no he, he's well he plays good guy unhinged oh my banshee. goodness gracious sorry baby <laughs> yeah there's baby baby appearance. Appearance. he plays good unhinged rogue cop right. Yeah, you know, not well. He's not even a cop. He's he's no, no, right, right, a fake cop. But 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 his character's a little unhinged. I mean, you know, yeah, his ca- character does a, a good job. Temper. His I character does. is a bad temper in that show, but it's always in a sense for justice. Homelander sure. is so deeply evil that the oh, look yeah, in his yeah, eye, yeah, the yeah. joy. Lucas Hood, that character, always looks like he's in pain when he has to use violence. Yeah, and Homelander's point. like giddy. And, well, and that's, I don't yeah. even think he's giddy. I feel like for him, it's just like flotting a uh, swatting a fly. Mm, he gets like off he just on doesn't. It, it just it's he doesn't. There's no value yeah. to him in human life. He does not care about anything or anyone. There's no difference mm-hmm. except his kid, which but, is. By, by, by the way, I don't want to. We don't have to go right to this right now. But in some way, shape, or form, I just realized as I was talking to you guys, we have to discuss the hospital scene. A for its magnificent crazy glory yeah. when they went in there and all those like the soups gone wrong you know right. and they were, oh yeah oh my god that was crazy i just sort of completely forgotten that was one of the best that, scenes in- i mean that's definitely going to oh. come back in season and three that, and much more roaming around yeah and that young girl they never followed up with her at the end she's you know about to get in a car so that's sorry i'm getting ahead of myself but it just I, came back to me that whole i'm i'm with you although that was one of my issues with this season is that that and the deep like these were almost full episodes of this stuff yes. that didn't like that that served this year's plot this season's plot and eh, just a little bit so i hope well, it kind of makes you think that season two and three must be like part one and part two or something yeah in a way i hope so i mean otherwise because just they don't because because even like the thing with the deep and a train what the final result of that is right of a train um, using the 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 Stormfront's file, right? Like exposing Stormfront's file. You didn't need the Deep and A Train to get to that point. You could have gotten to that point in the story of having one of them steal the file through one right. of those characters. Like the, the those two characters feel redundant to me. Yes. They're serving the same thing in the story. Yes, I, you know, they have the same motivation, the same goal. It, it's just not interesting. Yeah, although arguably the Deep has turned into a somewhat somewhat well maybe not somewhat because Nate no. reveals he's a jerk but he's yeah the a train is terrible uh, as a person okay let's do lvps thinking of terrible people uh mark who's your least valuable performer deep deep, deep. <laughs> and now like, let's move on because i don't want to waste it because okay. he's a waste of time we're already wasting a lot of time talking all about right him. becky how about you I mean, a lot of the characters in truly, <laughs> like I'd say 50% of the gas, depending what episode we're on. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's hard because like I said, Maeve up until the very end, the deep, um, yeah, 
on and off a train again except for a train's one important moment at the end pretty much don't care about him he's not adding anything to the story even mm has like a couple of important moments but otherwise i'm like he's just sort of like toddling around like what's I going like on him now i like him. do like him but i don't know what he's contributing mm that- and frenchy are really lovely oh, characters but lovely. they had nothing really to do this season no yes, i agree i agree they got a little backstory on frenchy where he like you're like whatever with the, the, with the robbery and the OD and well, the yeah. only thing that's helpful for Frenchie is that he becomes Kamiko's interpreter, which again, like that's your most important. Oh, I guess he has those like weapons he creates, those anti that didn't work. Not Sometimes. a single one worked. <laughs> didn't even use them. Yeah, they get blown up. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. They're they're not. Yeah. Oh yeah, they I, all get blown up. I'm gonna just to take a, a different. I'm gonna maybe say lamplighter. I thought he would have... Who interestingly played Iceman in the X-Men movies. Right. I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, that's really funny. And he's, he's really... Um, but he's, ben he's, ben really, he's so damaged, he's, he's interesting to me. He, and he's not, he's not in for a long time. Like, he's much better than the Deep. Sorry. I, I guess you're right. I guess it's I guess it's A-Train because the whole time Becky kept saying, sorry, what was that guy's point in the first season? Yeah, yeah, I know, well, I know. Why? And I was like, well, they, they save him, but he almost, no, I don't know. The reason why they find, ultimately, why they find, find out about Kamal V. Because he's the one who's abusing yes. it and he kills And he's the one who kills you. Right. In, in a lot of respects, A-Train is the more... And he kills Robin. That's how Huey gets in right. the story. He's, right. he's the more immediate, low-level villain. He's like the, the but he's useless villain. in season two. He doesn't have he doesn't bring much to the table in season no. two, other than the fact that he's blackmailing Starlight throughout. I to me, so my so I'm gonna go like pretty bold. My LVP is Becca. I just yeah, oh, yeah. all they were bringing us to yeah. was to kill her off to put that kid in the butcher's yep. hair. Then, but not uh, even he drops. I was like, okay, if we at least get Butcher having to be like a a new dad now to a kid he hates, okay, I can buy that. But then he just passes him off to It'd the be CIA. like a fun three minute of maybe, you know, right? Frenchie, so, M.M., and Butcher and have to raise, raise his kid. His kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like a bad sitcom. What's the, sitcom. Isn't there like a French so, version of Three Men and a Baby? So that's right. So who who thought when he stood up from Becca's you know, bloody. He was going to kill him. Body that well, he couldn't kill him because he could fry him. But he, I thought he was going to go after him. Like right. he had that, like kind of like that brow he, for. I think brow. he was going to. I think and, he was. And then, and then him. actually, it was interesting because Homelander kind of shifted the mood right away and made him want to defend him. But until right. that, he was like about to go after him. I felt like you know he picked up the crowbar. Because I watched that again, I was like, wait, what was he doing there? Like with the crowbar, and I felt the same way. I was like. You know, so again, he's so angry. Yeah, he's a very angry man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, but I also, I'm like, you, wait, sorry, wait, I'm like, you're sad, but you definitely left Becca out in the dust because you didn't want to raise her kid, and now you're no. really sad. Like, you had a chance to no. be with her. She was just like, take me and my kid, and he uh, was yeah. like, no, mm-hmm. I only want you to come with me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, but that's that's where I just that. They spent a lot of time on that. I, it just, it was not that interesting to me, especially yeah. as to where it ended up. I do think that, I have a question. Did he actually kill his mother or had Stormfront already begun sort of like puncturing her neck? Because I think Stormfront, Stormfront. Stormfront got melted. His mother was I melted. Yeah, I think Stormfront, I think, like I think he, was like. I think he just didn't save her in time. Okay. That's oh, that's what it is. I thought because that otherwise she would have Yeah, I thought he nicked her. But yeah. but but that said, if he hadn't fried Stormfront, Stormfront was going to kill him. Butcher couldn't. Anyways, he was yeah. literally choking her to death. She was almost dead, and then he, you know, he did his eye thing. But it's like, yeah, you weren't going to stop that butcher. I mean, you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, so I also love how he's it, like shooting at her cape. Maybe shoot her right. in the head. What would right. that happen? Maybe you didn't want to risk missing and shooting Becca in the head. I all, guess all important I, decisions, but I, I felt guess. the same way. I was. They like, should just bring us. There's a, into there's a lot of loosey goosey plot stuff in the yeah, in the season you that you just have to go with with the show. Or they have yeah, to yeah. wrapped up in season. Or, or they have to not spend as much time on some of the things that they spent on. Like we spent a lot of. Well, time can on you explain the, a lot of time on the deep and his trip and and his family? The thing with his dad. I, we already learned yeah. about his brother. The Huey so the church, 
brother, but why the dad and his mom coming in from out of town? Also, you yeah. know what's so annoying? Oh, yeah. The Fresca Butcher's thing parents? is just... What was that? I tell you what's so annoying. I yeah. read about it. It drives me even more crazy. The Fresca thing is just a joke from the writer's room. That they're like, wouldn't it be funny if they just love Fresca? That's it, right? Yes, I thought, the, I thought the church must have been sponsored by Fresca. No, but or it's, not- it's the idea of like drinking the Kool Aid, but they're drinking Fresca, but it's just because they like love it. And then yeah, like, I'm like, you know, what a, you know, it's a weird thing for me is that guy who played the head of the church. I can't remember. I don't even know his name, but uh, oh, his name is impossible he's to pronounce. But, he's 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 no, that's what I mean. He's the Croatian actor from. Uh, from he was on ER. ER. He, he was, was like, ER. played, I love his character on ER because he was yeah. like, he was like, he had left Sarajevo and his family had been killed. He was such a good, yeah. he was bugging me until like tonight. I was, yeah, I, I was, he's great. He's that guy. Yeah, I like but, him a lot. But now he's out. I know. AOC. But, but here, so here are a couple of things I have to get in on this that I was yes. watching is one is there's got to be more to the church. I mean, they, they wouldn't, they literally spent the entire season setting this up. So I it's be a big that's part. the thing with this show. Is there more to the church? Like there could well, otherwise well the congresswoman like, would why did she kill him? Right? Him. Yeah, because there has to be something with there the has church. to be something because he had all that good dirt for her he was gonna, you know, make and the- killed the yeah, and killed the woman in the beginning, the, the CIA person, you know, was helping oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that means that okay, that was so hold her. on. Big spoiler oh. here. Congressman a uh, congresswoman Victoria Newman, Victoria Newman. Newman. Uh, who you nicknamed AOC because well, she's basically based after her. So yeah. we're now what they're revealing then at the end is that she's the one who's been blowing up heads this entire time. She's the secret terrorist. Yeah. But, but here's Which my brings, question. Yeah. Her eyes go, sorry, this is a really, again, and it's like, I know it's going to be added to the pile of things that like you see her at the end, her eyes in the, I, I, again, I went and watched the congressional hearing scene. Her eyes aren't grayed out like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she clearly point. had to do something, and it's like she's just sitting next to the guy whose head blows up. She's in maybe the room while in, it's happening. Maybe because she's in closer proximity. She doesn't have to go through it as much. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of right, bugs but that's me. A good, like that. That's a good plot. Like that's a real good me. I just watched Scanners earlier this year. Which it's brought up. They what? bring it up in the in the show. The, right. Didn't they bring it up that someone oh, they bring turns up scanners? the scanners? Have you seen scanners? Yeah. 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 But scanners what's the worst that could happen? Similar, scanners has a similar kind of story in the sense that there are these superhumans that were experimented on that can blow right. each other's heads up. Uh, uh, um, right. But it, I think that that whole thing does raise an interesting point. So far, we have we've seen supervillains and soups, but we haven't seen the person who's hiding their superpowers. Right. And that is a whole other villain. Right. Right. Of like of someone who's passing themselves off as a normal person, but has superpowers. And well, that's what sort of is like her, a, and what is her end game, right? Is it just the advancement of her own power, her own agenda? Like she's clearly she's not just running for Congress, right? When Huey joins her campaign, to right. me there's an implication is that she'll be running for president if there's a time jump. You know, right? She'll be running for president or something. Oh, interesting. That's interesting. If they do a time jump, you know, the attorney general, or you know, like yeah, she's obviously after power. And maybe, but like she kills people on her own side and enemies. So she she was willing to sacrifice pawns. I mean, right? Because she even says that. Now you go back and she goes, "My own chief of staff's head exploded." Right? Yeah. Right. Right. Clearly did that to cover herself. Yeah. Who? Who? Who of these characters was who was your most improved from the two seasons? Because or, or, or overall at the end of season, I think it has to be Maeve for me. It has to be Maeve because she. I felt like she really yeah. wasn't. She was just sort of like Homelander's lackey, and I was yeah. like, well, it's good that she wasn't in a lot of scenes if she wasn't going to do much. But then they gave her a lot of screen time with her coming out and or yeah. Homeland outing well, her, the girlfriend that whole component. That was a. Yeah. Did you guys see Avengers Endgame? Did anyone ever see Avengers? Yeah, Endgame? No, I've heard where a they lot do, about it. There's a moment where they go, "Girls get it done," like in the screen in the oh. movie. Avengers Endgame. Oh my has god, a moment I know like exactly that, what you're talking about. It's cringeworthy. It, when they just when it's the battle, and then all of the female superhero characters are like flying across the battlefield together, 
like in unison or something. It's it's really cringeworthy. And they're, cringe -worthy. And they're doing like, it to help. And they're doing it. And they're and they're doing it to help Captain Marvel, who of all right. of the characters needs no help whatsoever. Right. And but, so they, I felt they skewered yeah. that well. Very well. Um, I, I watched the last episode with mom of the boys, and even though she didn't see the whole thing, oh, and she goes, "Well, that you don't see every day." She goes, three women beating up another woman. <laughs> One of them's Asian. Diversity. One's wow. a lesbian. One's a look at the look at the the women power. And I was like, well, women get it done. Very funny. So did you think uh did you think Stormfront uh sorry, this is a complete aside. I know you wanna um but Stormfront is dead or no? No, I I hope she isn't because I think they're keeping her body. They, they like made a, a point. Darth Vader situation. Oh yeah, because yeah. I'd love to see her as like a mangled, gnarled. Did you really like her as a villain? Her, she was really upsetting as a villain. Yeah, like, I thought she, yeah, was, she was past upsetting. the point. Of, like I love the actress, but she was past the point of, and she had warned. I mean, the actress had warned everyone, saying like, "Look." My character is awful. <laughs> like she is the worst. And she said, and I cash. I she plays her, it well. I saw her do an Instagram live, and she said that she's um, she she had a lot of fun during doing the movie, and none of the gross prosthetic stuff like was bad. Sure. But saying the racial slurs really bothered her. That was the stuff that was really. Well, if you follow her on Instagram, she's like a super activisty, yeah, like mm -hmm. very you know, not stand by politically and, you know, she speaks up and I'm sure it bothered her. But I could yeah. see her, I could see her being like a stump and at the beginning of season three, Homelander like unplugs her or, you know, does, or, or, you know, cause she can't be super anymore. Or I, I, I feel like, can we, yeah. Do does she regenerate that thought? Doesn't she regenerate? She yeah, can she do does. it. No, oh, yeah. He, does she? Does. Oh, she her chest. He, yeah. he fries her he, chest. Her chest. Yeah. Right. I thought she, nobody could, I thought she wasn't like, you couldn't kill her unless I guess you blew her up or something. But, um, and that, he, and she was really the only person that can go up against Homelander. Yeah. Nobody seems to be as powerful. And, Agreed. and clearly she is. Um, but I'm interested in seeing where the, I don't even know her name. It, if we can stop for a second to talk about the hospital scene, as Mark said, oh, the yeah, girl yeah. with the shaved head, who's just exploding people's heads as well. Yeah. No, she's yeah. crushing things. Or crushing, but I guess she crushes their heads because there's a lot of head explosions there. People because she explode. crushes the door. Right. Or whatever. She has like crazy telekinesis and, yeah. um, you and she's shot the, and is can regenerate. You, you know she's the girl from Supernatural, I think, or Super... Is that the... Not Supernatural. Um, oh, what's the... None of us have seen 12 or 15, 20 seasons. No, 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 no. I don't mean Supernatural. I meant uh, it's, uh, it's the one about yeah. the kids, the kids in the 80s. Anyway, whatever. She's great. She's in Stranger Things? No, Stranger Things. Yeah, she's the... She, she's the um, yep. What is this? I saw, it on, I saw it on social media. She's... Uh, they, they have a picture of her, schooling uh, us. Uh, I think so. It's because they have a picture of her and they show her in Stranger Things, and then they say, you know, they make the comment like, "Oh my God, now she's an adult and she's like in some, you know, hospital." And you know, it's yeah, they it definitely. I think it's. I think it's the same actress. I'm almost positive. I am. Yeah, I think you guys are So, but I agree <laughs> I with you. Uh, I agree. That's a weird open door there that they don't really close, except to, um, you know, uh, like bring Lamplighter back in. I kind of, uh, unless but, they're setting us up for. Well, I assume Nico there's to build an army of actual good soups of like these damaged people who are tortured. right. That's what, I assume we're set. She's being set up for season three. Because yeah. otherwise, that's a waste. Yeah. And they, they yeah, show they, her walking they, down uh, the yeah. highway. They clearly made that point, so that would be a really weird thing to like just do right. that. And, you know, right? But exactly. that that hospital scene was crazy, and the best <laughs> was, was mom. Really like watching that with my mom, when she was like, "Is that that guy's penis? Is it his penis? <laughs> I think that's his penis." Which part? Which part? Shy. Mother's milk. He gets and mother's milk gets, around the neck. Yeah. Struck gets strangled by Joking, a gigantic penis. Oh, they even make a, when they're they even make a joke of it later, the like, tell him, tell him what we had you, tell him what you had you by the neck, and <laughs> right. was like all like Brent angry is, about like, it, messing with him. Yeah, <laughs> she thought she was good, like 
Bridget's good, like comedic, like exactly. He's got a nice I mean, like deep. I, I'll I like defend them. deep they're in that all sense. Enjoyable, that there's these but like what are they comedic, like moments that kind of otherwise it'd be too dark. So you have this right. balance with these jokes and stuff. Right. All right. Let's wrap up with one prediction for next season. Mine is Stormfront returns as some kind of a stump, and Homelander like basically like euthanizes her for not being perfect anymore. Wow. Well, I think she can regenerate. So I think that there's something there and we're not done with her yet. And I'm going to roll with your idea. Shai. I'd love to see Kamiko who for a second, for, I forgot she could regenerate. And when Stormfront kills her, I thought so too. I thought it was so like, too. why yeah, is everybody sad. not more upset? About <laughs> this? Yeah. And then she's like cricking her neck and she's fine. Thank <laughs> Did you wish um, you could do that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. I love the idea of her getting, like, f- somehow hooking up with these damaged, experimented on soups and actually doing some good. Like a little crew, a motley crew there. My prediction is that likely because of Huey's close association to Victoria, yet another person will explode in his arms. I feel like yes. that will have to happen. Absolutely Hopefully have to have in the first episode, blow up on someone Jack blow up in him, like on him. Yeah. That's like amazing. Yeah. All right, Mark, what do you got? What's your God, I got, I got, I'm, I'm not going to bring anything. Although, Becky, you should get some uh, compound B for your back. It would, oh, it would help. I know. I was thinking about But what's your prediction, Mark? What you, I know, I know. I'm trying to. I'm, Butcher actually going to kill me, a soup to me, finally? Like, to me, well, there's so, I mean, it's not a big prediction, but she talks about having the, you know, the, the, the CIA woman. I can't remember her name, but like. Mallory. Like, Mallory, thank you. Like, you know, and then he walks away from her and they all kind of go back to their lives. But, right, they're going to regenerate the team. They got to. Sure. Yeah. All right. Because now they have. There's got to be some compelling reason that, and it's going to be Butcher, but I'm not sure what brings him back. And I'm just wondering where what becomes of his son. I think his son's going to become evil. That's what I'm going to go with. His son's going to become sentimental because he he thinks he killed his mom. Yes, and he's going to go dark, and and Billy's going to try to come in and be the father that he need he needs to have, and try to like actually turn him the right way. Because he because he loves Becca, he still loves maybe, Becca that maybe much. Maybe Becca shouldn't align to the kid. Just yeah, saying. well, there was that. That was a little weird. I but that the whole thing is weird. She's a very one dimensional character. Can, like for, can can we for a second just like stop on Black Noir, though? Which is and the funniest it, name for a character. It is ever. very funny. <laughs> yes. But that almond joy thing, he survives. Oh, I, that was does he? I was gonna well, say he's that. in like a coma. He's like in a coma. And it's this is not my kid has a tree nut allergy. I'm gonna preface <laughs> any of this with that. Like, this is not funny. However, I was like very shocked. Well, I was he's gonna like say indestructible. It's one of the, one of the best kills because she just feeds him a feeds him an almond. Which, which makes you really think that Maeve, like sneak attack, does know everything there is to about the like to about these guys. Yes, Knows their true. weaknesses. So if we, she gets on she's the good the side. But she's she's sort of, she she's can still help not take fully them. willing to do it, which is cool. Right. I like that. She's run down. I like Maeve too. Yeah, I'm. I'm more Maeve. She definitely remember, improves. She does. She's right. She, she improves. Although there's that we, you know, like when when her her girlfriend leaves her, and then she's got that like you know decadent like you know that opioid kind of smoking <laughs> weed and that like, was weird lounging around that, with some male model or something. I'm like, what the right. hell is that? Well, she, she, she's been numbing the pain for a long time. Okay. Yes, yes. Well, Good point. Right. Good point. That wraps our discussion on the boys. Let's now talk about our recommendations and our shout outs, things we're watching, people we want to shout out to. Mark, do you have one at the top? Do you want to go first? No, I'm going to, I want to go last because I want to go last. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, not, because, not for anything closer. I just haven't really, I got to think about it. I'd like to All close right. out the show, please. I love that. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Fresh now. Um, Beck, I'll go first. Oh, yeah. No, I'll go. Uh, Nailed It season four is on point. It is so funny. Did I talk about it last week? You did, but that's okay. It's so funny. I laugh till I cry every time. Uh, I mean, every episode. So uh, I'm watching that. Um, That's that's new in my rotation. That's all. Um, I... Feel like I watched all of Netflix. Like I ran out. <laughs> Your dad yeah. finished. Um, so there was only one thing left to do, 
which was to watch the magicians on Amazon Prime. What episode of last night? No, I Mark, thought tell you me what you think. Is Mark making that face like really? I the magicians. What is it? What is it? That lo- the no, name Mark, is you'd the probably worst. like it. It has a little bit of a Riverdale feel to it. At least the first episode. Oh. Oh, is maybe more. If you like Riverdale, you definitely like this. It's like Harry Potter and Riverdale. Like they, they're. I, I, yes, you, you told me it was like Samantha or, um, or um, Bewitched, like uh, Tabitha kind of. <laughs> you just named like four different witches: <laughs> Samantha, Tabitha, Bewitched. I think you mean Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> yeah. I did not. Way to interpret my. I've never seen The Magicians until yesterday. I only watched it because I thought Becky and Lily finally had both started watching it, and I didn't want to get left behind. So I started watching it last night, and it was amusing. Allie, Allie and I enjoyed it. It's, yeah, I would say like I'm at the point where I need something with hours with a new baby of the rocking yeah. and the standing and the like getting those baby farts out. And just sort of like, you don't understand why they're screaming. And so I need something that like I can have on, there's a multiple seasons I can watch by myself. I have now committed to watching things with various members of the household. It's not good when you just need to throw something on and you're by yourself. Your time is very in demand. Yes. I need to have my own thing. So I I started watching it and um, I guess maybe it's the lack of sleep, but I think I like it. It's possible. Uh, I think Mark, you might like this. It's okay, it's we'll it like it's like su- you know you like Supernatural. It's totally like yeah. I started it and I was like it's totally. Oh, I do love yeah. I do and love it, Supernatural. Oh, if you was, love fantasy or Supernatural and like the, no, the some, show, Lily. No, I know, I know, I know the show. But I mean, like if you like that in like a fantasy type genre, I feel like it does have. It's from a book, so I feel like there's some backing. If they're not just making it up as they're going along, there is some right. sort of text that has information about this story. So, yeah. I mean, in I, I thought it was also much scarier than I expected. Like, I expected it to be like there was a few moments goofy. where I would right. the first There's episode, a, few moments a dude I was like, gets Ew. his eyes torn out, and another yeah. guy that like his Ooh. heart bees appears. <laughs> or wasps or something that guy was moths was yeah and then there's a few dark moments it's definitely not for kids so right i would I mean, say your kids are older mark they can watch it. yeah little kids but um i would say if you've got nothing on the you know on the uh wish list or the lined up on your netflix or amazon prime list then yeah give it a try and mark if you haven't seen bosch you definitely need to watch it I, I know I do. Uh, I, I watch, I'm like you know, knees I watch, deep in Bosch. I watch like I watch like three or four seasons, and I just really? it's like I, I it, no, it's not. I, I liked it, and I just I just stopped watching it. I, I think I had problems getting like the fourth season or something. Like it did one of those. Is it on Amazon? It did one of those. It's on like, Amazon. Amazon. Amazon like lures you in sometimes, and then like. They, do, they don't have the rest me. of the show. Yeah, it's happened to me. But it's an Amazon show. It's now available in Europe. Yes, it is. Okay, you could watch it in Europe because that's where I'm watching it. All right, now over to Becky. What is uh, what are your recs and shoutouts? Oh, did you go already? You she did. said nailed you it. You just went so fast with nailed it. It's so four. weird. All right, I'll go then, Mark. Uh, to me, The Dragon Prince on yes, Netflix is absolutely fantastic. We just started it with the kids. It's made by the uh, guy who was the head writer, not the creators, but the head writer of airbender and cora this guy aaron echaz through this wonderstorm company it's amazing animation great storytelling if you if you loved troll hunters or airbender or any of those and it's been a family watch so like every night all four of us sit down and watch it it's great oh cool i'm really digging the expanse i'm not ready to give josh and i told you show i'm just holding on to it but the expanse really is a cool show and what is it what, give me uh... uh so that He's i don't know how to many... be able to describe it it, so I don't know how many years in the future, right? It it is the it is a there's like three threads of the story. One is like Firefly, like a ragtag group of uh, people on a spaceship going from place to place. Another thread of it is the international or intergalactic politics between the humans on Earth and the colonies in the solar system. So it doesn't go outside of our solar system. Um, And it's really, really interesting with like the secretary general and the diplomats and the peace talks and things like that. 
it's really interesting and then there's like a noir like mystery type of trying to unravel this hmm. scientific supernatural mystery so I, the, the expanse is cool and like lily said i'm watching the magicians okay mark what's your recommendation i, I don't have much man i've been watching fargo only because like uh-huh. lily i feel like i've run out of like you know i've come to the everything. end of netflix and i'm like yeah. And I just say, I'd never seen that series. And I really loved, I'm like, I'm into season two. I thought season one was great. Billy Bob Thornton's great, but it's an old series. So it's not like it's any, you know, I'm not breaking no, the ground. You here, recommend but, it? But it's a solid watch. Yeah, yeah oh. absolutely. Season one was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, but as Shy knows, I could watch Billy Bob Thornton like read a, the phone book and I'd be like, you know, I'd be, <laughs> Lily and was, Becky, didn't you go see Billy we Bob? We saw Thornton? him in concert. In concert? Yeah, yeah he saw his band. Play. He's a music, I mean, he's he, he was mm-hmm. a musician before he became an actor. I mean, he's a pretty he's good, pretty good. Yeah, he's a bass player, I think, but I'm not sure. Um, he sang, but the other, I remember him singing. And the other thing I would say, and this is more towards Shy, but a really good music video if you haven't seen a documentary. You know Terry Kate from uh, sorry from uh, Chicago from Chicago Transit Authority. You know, no, but Allie loves Chicago. One of the so what kind of Chicago does Allie Allie and I ha- need to talk about? She this actually because, likes all of it, even the Peter uh, uh, Okay, but like Terry Kate was like you know so early Chicago like when they were literally Chicago Transit Authority their first couple albums and and Terry Kate unfortunately was like, you know, it was this great gregarious, like larger than life guy who ended up blowing his brains out accidentally. Uh, like, you know, and it's kind of like, and his daughter does this kind of like, you know, comes back and revisits his legend. Cause the guy was an amazing guitarist. I mean, he, you know, there's this stuff like Hendrix saw him and said like, this guy's better than me. And like, he really is like, I'll send you some videos, but it's a great, it's a really good documentary. Cause it like, it's about a daughter trying to find out about a dad she never knew. And like, meanwhile, like, uh-huh. business kind of that. like his greatness as a musician. And he was such a cool musician and such a cool guy. Cool. And, uh, you know, so it's neat. Yeah, it's a good it. rock doc. It's a really good rock doc. And this guy, the fact that he's not like top 25 Rolling Stone all time greatest guitars is like a travesty. I mean, he's well, just like, you know. That we can't even open that box with you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah I know. So, okay. okay, with that, Mark, do you want anybody to follow you anywhere? Or should they just follow you next time you're on the podcast? Yeah, exactly. When All we right. discuss Patriots season one and two. Uh, all right. That, that'll be, that's, that's a good goal. But also, I feel like we need to see how your escapades in Paris are going. You'll have to keep happy, us updated. Happy <laughs> escapade. Happy to. <laughs> I can also give another shout out for uh, The Last Kingdom, too. I was watching that the other night. I was re- I'm literally watching episodes of that. I felt bad. Right. Becky, where can people follow you? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And Lily? At Chichi, C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the Number Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow all the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram or FridayNightMoviePod.com. Join our family in supporting the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and the Equal Justice Initiative, two very important organizations that we have been supporting if you've been listening to the show uh, all throughout the year. And um, uh, with that, the theme music kicks in virtually and uh, we say our goodbyes. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.